The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences and is suitable for all ages. Fenrir has done nothing wrong. What would you have me do? You are the only one among us who dares approach the monster. He is no monster. That is to say, he does look like one, I admit. But we all have our bad days. Have you forgotten the prophecy? That Fenrir would one day destroy me? I can no longer allow him to roam free upon the plains of Asgard. It is you who allowed him to live in the first place. A moment of pity which I now regret. Slay him, dear. Let his cruelly black blood flow. And mar the sanctity of Asgard. Surely not. True. You speak with wisdom for a god of war. Could we bind him with unbreakable fetters instead? A mighty chain I shall bind. Larger than an anchor to a ship and stronger than the greatest warrior. I shall name it Ladig. So be it. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin Series 3, Episode 9, Stairway to Paradise. Lovely morning. Those brutes! Pardon? I had a letter from my aunt in Germany. Look. My dear Miss Worsley, it seems I shall not be getting married after all. This seems rather personal. Keep reading. <coughs> Wilhelm loves me still, but there is a new law that forbids marriages between Jews and those of German blood. He was willing to try in secret, but that might mean a life of forced labour if we are discovered. I could not do that to him. At least the new law came before the ceremony, so we do not have to go through the humiliation of it being annulled. Do not worry about me. Things might seem a bit difficult right now, but it will get better. It has to. Well, this is outrageous. If my mother were still alive, she would storm right into Germany on behalf of her sister. I'm sure of it. So long as such a notion does not dictate your actions, young lady... I'm not that nuts. Still, I wish there was something I could do. Maybe Atherton has an idea. Hope I wouldn't be interrupting his studies, though. Where are we? It's amazing. Look at all the colors shining everywhere. It's like we're actually inside a rainbow. And here you'll stay. <laughs> Loki. This is not where you ought to be. Belfrost is not meant for mortals to see. Soon your lives will belong to me. <laughs> oh, dry up. No! Westbrook! How could you so callously shove him over the edge of the bridge? Not to rush pulling me up and all, but from what I can see, it's a long way down. Here, old boy. Ugh. 
nearly slew him. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be a friend to mortals of Middle-earth. When it amuses me. Your turn! You cannot catch me by surprise, now that your intentions have been made manifest. You got him! Sent that no-good excuse for a god right off the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> Think he's dead? Alas, no. He transformed himself into a bird at the last second and flew away. Typical. Impressive, lads! Your face, Loki, before? We have had that displeasure, sir. <laughs> I only wish him that were here to witness it. He is the guardian of Bilfrost and no friend to the trickster. It is even prophesied that one day they will slay each other. I don't mean to be rude, and you look like you're a king and all, but... Where are we? The bridge to Asgard. Home of the gods. Though it is very odd to find two mortals such as yourselves upon it. Come. In Hemdar's place, I shall reward you. Follow me to the plain of Eidavoy. Thank you, sir. And what do you expect me to do about it, young man? Return to your studies and do not bother me with trifles. But, sir, it's headed for the library. The library? Why did you not tell me straight away, wasting my time with a load of tosh about it attacking? Why do these sorts of things always occur just before tea? Rather a nuisance. Professor, how do we stop a wolf the size of two wardrobes whose eyes glow bright red? What are the eyes to do with it? You sound like a narrator in those plays on the radio. Sorry, sir. Our first task is to lure it outside. Think of the damage an enormous creature could do to the woodwork in here. The woodwork? What about us? This paneling is centuries old and priceless. What would the president say if it were scratched by that beast? You're right. It would be worse than the lawn being trod upon. Here, doggy, doggy. Um, Professor, how do you propose fitting it through the door? Oh, I got. Take a brolly from the stand, defend it off. Are you mad? There are no swords in this hall, and the umbrellas have large metal spikes on the end, which should do the trick. I'll hide behind here and watch, shall I? Uh. I think the wolf's fading! That has the beast on the run. Oh, bother, it knocked the sign with my office hours askew. We still have a rabid wolf to think of. In a few minutes it'll be back. Time enough to fetch proper weapons. I'd better return to that paper I was writing. Not so fast, Worsley. It is time you behaved like a gentleman. By hacking a mythological beast with a broadsword? Precisely. <clears throat> Young people these days, no concept of civilized behavior.
locate Fenrir anywhere. Pardon me, good sirs. Have you seen a large, impressive wolf? Um, not personally. However, a friend of ours was having a spot of bother with one. A massive creature with glowing red eyes. Yeah, Worsley mentioned something about that. He was a bit incoherent when we returned to Maud. If that is your polite way of saying he was shrieking and running for his rooms, then yes. Come then to the Well of Erd. It is a gateway to your world. No weapon has given the wolf even the least bit of harm. Oh yeah, what about this? Shouldn't you be off weeding the petunias? I saw this here wolf, Professor. So I got me out shotgun. Away with you. I have the situation well in hand. What are you doing to that poor animal? It's a monster! Have you tried asking it politely to stop rampaging? The young lady has a point. You there, foul beast. What do you mean by this destruction? Me? I'm not ruddy-hurting anyone. A few vases, perhaps, but that was an accident. Can't help me size. See? He's harmless. I do occasionally eat children. Renu doesn't. Or maybe we should just back up a bit. Why ever did you charge at us and threaten the library? Sorry, my bad. I heard a rumor the gods were going to try to kill me. I sort of flipped out. I... Fenrir, at last I have found you. Dear old chap, got any food for me today? Nice juicy sheep, perhaps? Not exactly. You shall never put that chain on me. I will die first. Fenrir! I think Tyr might need some help. Indeed. After them. You can try cutting them off. I know a faster way round this quad. Not on the lawn! <coughs> wolf! A gigantian wolf! Halt! Dread monster! Really, Atherton? Move aside. I have no wish to harm you. That's good to know. I was sent by Odin. You must submit. Never. Are you scared? Pardon? A big wolf like you? Frightened of a bit of chain? The links are as large as I am. This is your chance to prove how powerful you are. Put those guards in their place. They thought to shackle you. But a bit of iron could not hold so strong a wolf. Uh, hadn't thought of it like that. Tyr is your friend. He wouldn't actually chain you, right? Well, actually. I mean, no, of course not. He knew you would only kick free. Or he would have never presumed to suggest you be chained. Tyr has always treated me well. All the chickens he brings, the scratching under my ears. Precisely. 
Now, go on. Try the fetters. Can't hurt. All right. That's the spirit, Fenrir. I'll help out. Get the hind legs, and I'll do the front ones. Hold still. Of course. There. Here goes. Illusion about this. I, Fenrir, mightiest of all wolves, broke through laden with one kick. Two, actually. Impossible. It was the hardest iron in all Asgard. <laughs> You'll have to do better than that. Odin will never believe this. Now, my old friend, how about that sheep for supper? I wouldn't be so cocky, Fenrir. The gods will return with yet a stronger set of fetters. And I shall kick them off as well. Come, I see Asgard returning in the distance. They're fading away. That's that. I had better get some smelling salts for the president. Won't be a minute. Try until Fenrir refuses to put on the new bonds. Maudlin Series 3, Episode 9 Stairway to Paradise, featuring the voice talent of Mark Kalita as Percy Atherton. No pressure there, Tyr. Heiter Fanson as John Westbrook. I don't know, shouldn't we have told him to get the dwarves to make a fetter? Dwarves, Westbrook. Dwarves is not technically correct. David MacGyver is Nigel Worsley. Is it safe to come out? Bruce Busby as Lord David Cecil. Pipe down. I am trying to write. Kim Giannopoulos as Miss Jane Worsley. I know how you feel, Professor. I say, could a chap get some tea in here? Gareth Bowley as Maudlin President George Gordon. The lawn will take weeks. Regrow. Stevie K. Farnaby as the gardener. Oh, catch them knives and sticks, Tony! Stephen J. Cohen as Odin. Look at It wasn't me! I didn't do it! Alex Gilmore as Tyr. Why is my name so short? Because I hid the rest of it in the roots under the earth! <laughs> Rish Outfield as Fenrir. Children. Tasty morsels they are. Oh, that is it. No more Norse episodes. This is ridiculous, even for Maudlin. Loki! <laughs> Written, cast, and directed by Alexa Chippen. Produced, engineered, and co-directed by Stevie K. Farnaby. Music by Spare Parts at bfb.com slash spareparts. And Blackmore's Night at blackmoresnight.com, spelled M-O-R-E. And also from Southern Horizon at southern-horizon.com. Please visit their website to purchase entire albums and support independent artists. Remember, brokensea.com is your address for more behind-the-scenes of Maudlin and other audio drama offerings.
This is not in any way affiliated with Modern College and is for entertainment purposes only. Released in 2010.